All right. Welcome, everybody, back to uh, Daddy's First Steps. This is uh, episode nine. I believe we're recording this end of September. My name's Tony. And I'm Vico. And we're back from a little hiatus. Somebody yes, was on vacation. Yeah. So Chewie decided to take vacation last week, and uh, he was kind enough to uh, you know bring us along. Oh, how very nice of him. Um, yep. Uh, and refresh our listeners how old is chewy currently uh you know that's a good question i probably should have done this uh well he's like three months um but let's go by the you know most accurate of accuratenesses give me a second here while i pull this up so chew is born july 29th so he has one week two weeks three weeks four weeks five six seven eight nine ten 11 and tomorrow he'll be 12 weeks so three, three months. months yeah assuming each month was exactly four weeks yep well yep coincidentally tomorrow the 12 week is also the three months yep not like the two months in the eight weeks or nine or whatever <laughs> that was yeah yep so uh where did uh chewy go on vacation chewy went to uh rehoboth beach um up in delaware on the east coast um that's uh, nice. east coast of europe right east coast of the u.s of a oh, america Got america it. yeah sorry for our listeners we are based out of america um yeah drop but... the a apostrophe america. <laughs> america yeah so it was really good um chewy actually loved the beach um we were able to take him out obviously protected you know no uh no you know, harsh sunlight, direct sunlight throughout the day. Um, we brought umbrellas and Chewie had a little, um, sort of like a little outfit for the beach. So his appendages were fully covered? Yeah, pretty much. Um, here and there he'd have sunlight, but it was like late afternoon, you know what I mean? Like right before sundown, if we were like walking back or something like that. But uh, for the most part, yeah, he was always in shade. Um, and actually this will lead into something later, or we can talk about it now. When we were there, um, we... Well, okay, hold on. First question. Yes. Because this, this has been hanging over from previous episodes. Okay. Sunscreen. Not yet. Okay. So you took your your child mm-hmm. unprotected out into the sun. Well, he had, like I said, he had like this outfit that's uh, it's like long sleeves and, and like pants. Okay. That's made to go to the beach and is. I'm about to blow your mind here. Oh my god! What was the SPF of the outfit on your child? I think it was fifty. You forty or forty or fifty? Let's see. Uh, Crab baby outfit SPF. Oh jeez. Okay, I think it was a Target. Target (laughs) crab baby outfit SPFs. SPF UV protection. Here we go. Do 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 do. Do, 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 do. Um, come on, man. <laughs> Zero. I can't, I can't find this. It actually now, en- enhances now, the sun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's made out of aluminum foil. Yes, it reflects <laughs> for that um, baby that just wants that tan. Come on, man. Why can't I find this? Okay, I only ask gonna... because I uh-huh. only ask because uh, I think what is it? Uh, dermatologists mm-hmm. frequently say that it only takes one bad sunburn. Yeah. And it like increases your chances of skin cancer for like the rest of your life. Really? Yes. That uh that's pretty crazy and scary at the same time. It is. 
Okay. Anyways, let's not put the viewers through this. Um, but it was it was meant for you know like the beach. Um, and I'll send you a picture later. Um, I'll wait for you to be in a really bad mood because it's a really cute picture. So you oh, might melt. Because I really yeah. don't care. But uh. ah, <laughs> damn. Well, uh, thanks for that, Tony. Um, yep. But yeah, uh, we went to the beach. Uh, he had a good time. He really. So we, what we would do is we would sit on a chair, put the umbrella above us, lay out this towel. This like really thick towel that's made for like the beach. So like a beach towel. Like, no, not like a beach towel. It's a little different. It's kind of plastic in a way where it, it, essentially it's easy to get sand off of it, right? So it's like a tarp on one side and a uh, towel it, on the other. Ish. It's hard to explain. Um, it's just a what thicker, was the SPF of this thing? I don't know. But we're, he's on he's on the floor, so he's covered by the shade, and we're right next to him. And he would just relax because we we kind of made like a little divot in the sand, you know, so he'd be comfortable. And he so you formed your own dakatat. Yes, exactly. Actually, when we were when we were there, I was like, make a dakatat, make a dakatat. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, and yeah, for a good while, man, he would sit there and just relax, enjoy the breeze. Um, obviously, it was not an all day event. We'd go there one hour. I think one day we we spent two hours with him there, but that was like that was like pushing it because he started getting fussy and he wanted to nap and eat and stuff. Um. But yeah, it was a good time. He he genuinely liked the beach, and it's kind of like I talked about in previous episodes. He is an outdoor baby, man. As, as I mean, as of now, like anytime we go outside, he's in a good mood. I think that's subjective, but okay. Uh, well, I, okay. I, I, how about too? the only thing that matters is us right now? And when he when Chewie is outside and he's in a great mood, it makes my life easier. It makes his life easier. Everyone around him is happier. Until we can ask Chewy, we shouldn't make assumptions about ah, what okay. he is. Yeah, you're right. I'm just saying. I'm so, looking out for his well-being. Yeah. So I'll wait for Chewy to get older and ask him, "Hey, when you were <laughs> ten weeks, did you like the beach?" I just need, I need I need to tell Tony right now. Yes, you know. exactly. He's gonna be like, "Dad, okay. I hate you. I don't no. want to talk to your stupid friend." Leave me alone. <laughs> okay, but yeah, so we were at the beach. And it was funny. One of the days there, there was a different. There was another family that sat like next to us, a little further. And I didn't really pay attention, and then until the end, and they had uh, a group of people, and they had a baby. A baby must have been, I don't know, maybe eight months. Like the baby could sit on the sand and hold their head up, right? Uh-huh. But you could tell they're still, you know, very little. And they just had a little outfit, no umbrella, no hat, no nothing. And when we were leaving the beach, took, took like olive oil and just slapped it all over. The when baby. we and they were white. When we were leaving the beach. That baby looked like it was cooking. Like, like I, I look back at it now, and I know that family did not sleep for two days because that baby probably was uncomfortable and miserable. Um, we felt really bad for the baby. Yeah, but, that's, that's terrible. I wonder if that's like a potential, um, I don't know, what, child protective services phone call, right? Like, I, I don't know. You'd have to look into that. It wasn't like, uh, like they left the baby to cook in the sun, and then they came back hours later to see if it you know, had reduced <laughs> enough, you know, but like you could tell the baby was going to be uncomfortable, a little red. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, but see what you think a couple hours in the sun for an adult. Mm-hmm. I, well, I don't only... know. I don't know how long they were there. Well, you said they were there when you they were there, there while we were there. They're there. While we were. Yeah. So they were there at least as long as you were. Yes. And then you left and they were still there. Uh, 
Yes. Yeah. What do you think they're listening to their this podcast? Are you afraid they're going to come and find you? I have no idea if they're listening to this podcast. Um, I seriously doubt it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> great, great story. But, what, <laughs> what I was going to say is the next day we go to the beach and it was like you ever see like Seinfeld where they talk about like bizarro world, you know, like the upside down world where so, right is left and you, you know, I hate Seinfeld, right? Okay. Well, anyways, the next day we go to the beach and it was like the polar opposite family. Everyone had hats, big umbrellas. The baby was completely covered at all times. It was like, it was pretty funny. Like the contrast. So they were more safety conscious than you were. Uh, than the other family. The not, but not you. What do you mean? We had the same thing they had. We had the towels, the umbrellas, the hat. Like, um, but yeah, and uh, Baby Chew is never really out there for more than an hour. Like I said, one day we were there closer to two hours, I think. But he was ever fussy. Did he go in the water? No, we didn't take him in the water. Um, Probably a good idea. Sharks. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I don't know how it worked with like sand and like salt water i don't know how baby skin react to that you know what i mean um i know that when i get in the water like i start to get really dry um really and salt water yeah like um yeah it's like salty i mean <laughs> what wait is it holy what? shit salt okay. water is uh, salty. <laughs> okay well stop the press <laughs> announcement Salt in water. salt water. <laughs> it's salty. Oh god. Yeah. So yeah, I can't imagine what it's like for a baby. Um but yeah, Chewy loved the beach. That's the that's the main the weather was so nice too. It was like uh seventy five eighties, you know, most of the week. So when you weren't at the beach for the one to two hours, mm-hmm. were you uh did you go did you guys hit up like a pool? Did you get to swim? No. No, no. Uh, when we he get, he got a couple baths while we were there. Um, no pool yet. Um, although speaking of pool, we are you know looking into swimming lessons. You know, like where you go with the baby into the pool so they can learn to hold their breath and maybe paddle a little bit or whatever. And what? I think they they start that at six months. Okay, they can start that at six months. Yeah, that's gonna be in the dead of winter. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, maybe we'll do it a little after that, but apparently it's super competitive to get in these classes. I didn't know there were that many babies in our area looking to swim. <laughs> do like, you think that's the way it is in general, or because of? The- I think it's because they have they probably have limited classes. You know what I mean? So not uh, the pandemic. You don't think it's influenced by that? I don't think so. Hmm, maybe I, mean, I don't know. I feel like just watch some YouTube videos and then take Chewy to the pool and be like, "All right, kids, swim." Yeah, that sounds like a fantastic idea, Tony. Gosh, you know, okay. I need to. Maybe we should start a little, um, little bucket of Tony's fantastic ideas. A diary. I promise mm-hmm. you, it'll save you a crap ton of money. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll save that for all the lawyer fees. For for what? Because your kid is like a uh, Michael Phelps. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> because that's how it started. Exactly. Michael Phelps' parents looked at YouTube videos. No, no, they threw him in the water and said, "Swim." Sink or swim, kid. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. That's, metal, that's right. You come. are a very firm believer in sink or swim with like all aspects of life. I mean, experience is the best teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but yes um so yeah we went on uh we went on a nice vacation you know what was really nice about this vacation so both grandparents were there how fortunate and yes very fortunate um very very fortunate because so everyone's eager to you know like hang out with baby chewy so uh, hold on let me stop you right here Uh what is the appeal of playing with a baby Mm -hmm. like okay i'll explain it to you from the point of view (laughs) let me finish Uh so i i for backstory i do have nieces and nephews that i help you hate uh-huh. Oh, no, I don't oh, hate. Sorry, I helped to finish your raise at certain mm-hmm. points. Like I babysat and changed diapers and have held babies. Okay. So it's not like I've never held a baby before. Aside from like babies being cute, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like there's only so much you can do with a three month old, right? Like mm-hmm. you pick them up and they like babble and smile and do things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's 15 minutes of entertainment, and then. Like maybe they get fussy, so you got to walk around to keep them from crying. Then mm-hmm. you got to change a diaper. Then you got to feed them, and then you repeat the entire cycle over again. Yes. So what is your your question? I I, I I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around <laughs> grandparents <laughs> being like, "I want to do this yeah. all week. Sign me up." Well, they it, dude, it's it's like he's a pretty chill baby. And it's their grandchild. They want to spend time with their grandchild. They want to care for the grandchild. Like, yeah, but that's like, okay, come over Sunday for dinner. Then you do the hour where they play we with do, the We do kid. that. We, we do that also. And we did that at the beach. Okay. So this is the thing. We are trying to have Chewy not become like a Tony, you know, where <laughs> he's just this cranky old man, you know, like specifically saying things like this. What's the point of hanging out with a baby okay, if it I, can't do so, things with you? Sir, I'm feeling attacked here. Yeah. I am genuinely trying to understand uh-huh. that perspective. This is why I'm asking. And uh-huh. so now you're forcing me to be grumpy because you are <laughs> minimalizing my okay. question. All right. So, uh, okay, I will put it this way. We love Baby Chewy. Okay. Uh, our parents love us and our parents also love baby Chewy and our siblings love baby Chewy. So what we want to do is we spend time together and we kind of take turns hanging out with baby Chewy, taking care of baby Chewy, holding him, feeding him, changing him, things like that. So again, I can't wrap my head around it. I like, so I understand if, if you had said, if you had said like uh-huh. the family wants to get together and hang out yeah. and then as a bonus, everybody gets to take turns watching baby Chewy. Uh-huh. Like to me, that's like, okay, fine. I get it. Like you want to hang out with your family. That's cool. Uh-huh. But you're making it sound like the only reason why anybody went to this vacation no. was to hang out with the baby. No, I, it was a big reason, but it's just cause it's also, you know, it's summertime and we want to have a vacation. You know, we've been cooped up for like a year and a half. So, and coincidentally, now we have baby Chewy. Um, and this is a, this is a way that everyone can, you know, for people that are working or not working, it's a way for everyone to, you know, be able to spend time with baby Chewy continuously. You know, not, hey, can we come over this day? Hey, do you guys want to do something that day? You know what I mean? It's just like one continuous thing of hanging out. Baby Chewy. Oh, my God goodness <laughs> i think this is why kids are messed up in this world oh, God. because, because they, they people love them too much no, because people make it all about them 
No, right? okay. We did, geez, <laughs> it's not like we help baby Chewy up. Like, what does baby Chewy want to do? <laughs> baby Chewy wants to go to the beach. Okay, we take baby Chewy to the beach. It's not like that. Okay. You know, so just, wait, I don't. Understand. Are you Portuguese? Portuguese or Italian? I have like, no idea what accent that was. It just wasn't this typical American accent. But anyways, back to what I was saying. It was really fortunate because. While my wife and I kept maintained our, our, you know, sort of our ritual where she does the the putting to bed up until around midnight and then I take that shift after that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, some of the grandparents would be up really early the next day, like 6 a.m., 7 a.m. So that's really early to you? 6 a.m.? You don't think that's early? Okay. No. Once, once you're waking up at like 2 a.m., 4 a.m. Like 6 a.m. is very rare. It comes fast and it comes like a truck. It's just like this truck with a train and a plane at the same time and just boom, right into you. It's horrible. It's a horrible feeling. But um, it happens and you get used to it. But anyways, so when we used to just get up, start our day, take care of baby Chewy, right? The grandparents would be like, hey, why don't you leave baby Chewy with us and you go back to bed? And it was amazing. The amount of sleep that we got in this vacation was like, wow. It was beautiful. Oh, we had a rude awakening when we came back. The next day we came back, or the day after we came back from the beach, we woke up the next day, and there were no girl parents downstairs to, you know, <laughs> take care of baby Jerry. Oh, wah, wah. Yeah, it was pretty. It was a struggle it was real in the morning, man. Struggle is real, but uh, so yeah, it, it was awesome. Grandparents, and then like uh, my brother in law was there. And one of the nights, I had the you know, midnight shift. He his sleep schedule has been a little funky lately, and he woke up at midnight instead of you know, usual three or four a.m. So I go downstairs, he's crying, you know, but I'm feeding him. And brother in law comes in and says, Hey, I got this. I was like, Really? He goes, I got this, go to sleep. And so yeah, went to bed, and then it was funny, like. I went to bed. My wife is already asleep. In the morning, we wake up, and baby Chewy is in, like, the bassinet next to our bed. We never heard him coming in to put the baby back. So we thought about this. I was like, man, someone could have literally came in and stole baby Chewy, and we would never have noticed. You know, <laughs> like, we were just the deep sleep, so tired. Never have noticed. It's pretty funny. Um, so I thought it was pretty funny. Is he back on his schedule now? No, it's been weird. And I don't know if it's a growth spurt or what's going on. But instead of doing his continuous like seven, eight hour, you know, sleep, um, what he's been doing is, you know, my wife will put him down and then he'll wake up at like midnight, like three hours later after putting him down. Like we've been tracking it. It's a, on average, it's been three hours later after he's down for good. Then he wakes up. We feed him again put him back to sleep and then he sleeps for the additional like five or six hours. So he's up for an hour. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Um, well, the other day he was up only for like 30 minutes, but this is the thing. Like we're, we're trying to come up with a routine. So we're putting him down around eight, you know, and sometimes he doesn't go down till nine. Um, so then he wakes up at midnight, which sometimes is fine, you know, cause I'm up around that time anyways, but the beach has kind of shifted my sleep schedule a little too. So I've actually been going to bed earlier, which has been really nice. And so See, then I wake up and then go back this to is where you fucked up where you were already in the shit, right? In terms uh-huh. of sleep schedule. And then yes. you went and you got vacation. <laughs> you got, you got a taste of the good life. Yeah. Yes, and, I did. 
and, and now you you're right back into the thick of it. Mm. No, no, I, I I think I would do it again every time. I would re, I would I would do this all over again because it it was really nice being able to spend time like away from home and having help all the time. It was dope. No, I'm not saying I recommend I'm, it. I'm not saying the vacation itself was bad, but mm-hmm. it has impacted. It's almost like you're training for something, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you, you're like lean. You, you, and you are, order a pizza. You're peak. Yep, and then like you order five guys or something, and just <laughs> for a week straight. <laughs> yeah, and then you're yeah. like, oh god, I got to run seven miles today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. And it's almost like you should have just skipped the vacation and just powered through and nah. continued the training. All right, all right, nah, all because because right. like like I said, remember like we talked about a couple episodes ago. Like every week is a different baby. His routine is different. His habits are different. So it wouldn't have mattered. Um, I'll tell you what, though. He is talkative now. In the morning, he is a very active baby. Um, and now it's pretty consistent. So I'm going to be able to do some, like, recordings, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, because before it was hard. Like, I had my phone out. I'm like, all right, is he going to make a sound? Is he going to? Oh, he didn't make a sound. Okay. Now I'm just this guy with his phone in his hand. But now, like, every morning, consistently, he's just out there talking making sounds it's pretty funny it's really cute um cool baby man he's a cool baby so now that he's been around for like three months mm-hmm. um i was thinking about this because i i forget i was doing some paperwork and i needed to look at um i need to get a copy of my birth certificate mm-hmm. and i didn't like my parents didn't get my birth certificate till like three or four months till after mm-hmm. i was born yeah so like, do you have his paperwork? Yes, actually. Um, so I remember I had to go through a similar process where I needed my birth certificate for something or another, right? A couple of times throughout my life. And I remember it being a pain in the ass because my birth certificate is in Portuguese and it had to be translated, I think, at one point. It was just, it was just miserable. So when he was born, the hospital actually had a service where you can fill out all the paperwork, right? And then they'll send it into wherever they need to send it. So... When uh, when we got home, right, a couple weeks later, I think, not only did we get his birth certificate, but we also got the Social Security card, um, all that. And I ordered four or five copies of the birth certificate. Leave one at one at each grandparents and, and two at home with us. Why, why did you seed the world with Chewie's birth certificate? Why did I what? Seed the world. Uh-huh. With Chewie's birth certificate. Well, I because I, I, I was paranoid about like, oh, I have only one copy and then I wreck it and then it's gone forever. Then I got to go through this whole process of getting a new one. Why not just get four now? I mean, isn't that something you want to protect? Like, I, I don't know that you want multiple copies out there because somebody could take it and then like steal Chewie's identity. Well, I mean, be, they're, they're all being safes. You uh, know? So you have a safe? Mm-hmm. Is it fireproof? What's the rating? Uh, come on. I don't know. Oh, jeez. Okay, I'll look into it. I'll buy a bigger safe that's more <laughs> fireproof. Yeah. What is it? Like a like a, a 18 gauge super thin metal probably box or something? No, we have two. We have two. One of them is like a really thick. It looks like a lunchbox and it's like super super You can actually fit like nothing in it <laughs> except for some paper. You have to fold papers a certain way to get it in there. <laughs> but it's like super thick all around. And it's got like a lock. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So all of his information is in one of those. 
yeah, pretty much. Does he have a passport? Not yet. Um, actually, the uh, another thing that I plan on doing is he can actually get Brazilian Brazilian citizenship as well because I have Brazilian citizenship. I you just still have Brazilian concept. citizenship. Mm-hmm. I have it back now since my I don't have a clearance anymore. So I thought you. Um... No, I just turned in my passport. No, in the U.S., like you, after eighteen, you have to declare your citizenship. What? No, I had dual citizenship at one point. No, I'm saying so as a minor. Under mm-hmm. 18, you can have mm-hmm. dual citizenship. But I thought mm-hmm. there was some rule that said that, like, once you no. turn an adult, you have to say, like, I am a, a U.S. citizen, and then I think you give up your other citizenship? Or No, not in the U.S. In the U.S., you can have dual citizenship. Oh, interesting. Yep. It's pretty cool. So what does this uh, do for Chewy? Um, if we visit Brazil, he can just kind of just stroll right in. Well, not that it matters at this moment, because, one, we're not traveling there, but even if we were... Um, I think uh, as of now, Americans don't need a visa to get into Brazil anymore. Really? Yeah, it's, uh, I think it was like two, three, two, three years ago that that, that rule changed. So you can just um, roll up to Brazil and stay there indefinitely as an American. No, I don't think indefinitely. I'm sure there's. Uh, I think it's six months tops. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's pretty cool. I mean. It, you know, going through visas and stuff, that's just uh, such a headache. You know what I mean? And knowing that he won't have to really do that. And let's say they put that back in, right? He could just travel with his Brazilian passport to Brazil. You know, this could be the makings of a Lifetime movie. Where what do v- you mean? Vico takes Chewie to Brazil mm-hmm. away from Chewie's mom. What? You haven't seen those Lifetime movies? Oh, no, I hate that. I'm like, going to general- yeah, generalize <laughs> here, but usually uh-huh. it's like Middle Eastern countries uh-huh. and like uh, American woman marries like dark, handsome Middle Eastern guy. Yeah. And then like, I don't know, five years into the marriage, things turn sour. Yeah. And then the two kids like all of a sudden disappear in the middle of the night. And, <laughs> you know, they're in the Middle East someplace with with uh, uh, the father. Uh, and then the rest of the movie, the, uh-huh. the wife spends trying to get her children back. Wow. Yeah, no, it won't be like that. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, yes, you want to have something in your back pocket. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, although I bet your wife would track you down and murder you <laughs> if you did. Yeah, that. this podcast is turning into like a a killer mystery podcast, and no longer about baby cheery. Well, you know, I read that women find mm, true crime. God, here we go. True crime shows, mm-hmm. podcasts, and all that other shit super fascinating and interesting. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they think that it'll give them insight into protecting themselves from having that crime happen to them. And where did you read this? Uh, I'm sure it was like a stupid Yahoo article or something. <laughs> Possibly Reddit. <laughs> yeah, probably. It sounds like something like that. But no, if we, tr- if you know, there's a little bit of a true crime slant to this, then we can mm-hmm. increase our our listen listenership. I don't know if that's a word. What are we? That probably is. Yeah, I doubt it. Five, I think five, uh, five listeners. But but I think that's pretty good when you think about it. We got five listeners, and we really haven't marketed this right because we said we weren't really going to go out and tell people until we were ten episodes in because we weren't sure we were going to make it to ten episodes. Yeah, but uh, we could still. Here we are. Out. We're all <laughs> <laughs> it's not episode ten. Yet. Loaded, loaded, ninety nine percent. Four oh four. Yeah. Oh man, it. Uh, yeah, so let me see. What else? What else did we? Uh, 
miss out on here. Um, you said you had we some went big to vacation. News. Uh, big news. Big news. Yeah, you were super excited. Apparently, it wasn't that big. Yeah, they true went to the beach for vacation. That's big news. No, but it was within the context of that. Like something in that happened. Oh, something did happen. But you know, I, I'm just thinking about this now. I'm gonna save that for next episode because the big news that happened during the vacation will be fully into effect by next episode. Oh, did Chewie's voice change? Mm, no, you know his <laughs> Mandarin classes are doing. You know, still going pretty strong. Uh, oh. I tried a new bottle the other day, um, so not, not by glass, choice. Not no, 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 it was. Gosh, it was the worst thing ever. Uh, it is called. Oh well, ho, ho, ho. they might sponsor us at some point. Uh, okay, I was not a fan of them. What was what was the thing about this bottle that caused you not to be a fan? So I'm sure you know what a baby bottle looks like. Um, usually they're like what six ounces at most. Uh, six or nine. It depends. Four, six. And like a hexagon or something. Like, yeah, sure. They have markings on them for ounces and typically are clear. Yes. But if you were to drop that bottle, if, if you were in a very slanted table, like it would roll, of course. Right. Yeah. But for the most part, you, you kind of tip that bottle over. It stays local. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I'm I'm sitting, you know, on the couch, and I'm holding I'm holding a uh, crying Chewy, and wife hands me a bottle, um, and I'm the first thing I does she like first, find it off the street? No, she, like, how does I, how does a random bottle make it into a circulation? So before, so babies, just like like you no know, like pacifiers, right? There are mm-hmm. certain pacifiers they like, certain they don't, things like that. It's, same goes with the bottles, like because the, the type of nipples. And it turns out it's not, it's not universal. It's crazy. You would think that it would just be like a, you know, like a, I can use a Coke bottle top and put it on a Sprite or any other, you know, bottle made ever. But like, you can't do that with baby bottles. Every top is different. It's very, ugh. it's like every bottle decided to be like Apple, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, everything is just so, ugh. but anyways, this bottle she gives me is called a Komotomo baby bottle. I thought we weren't going to say the name. Um, well, we did. And Komotomo. <laughs> and you, you this should, episode you should look, is not sponsored by Komotomo. Yeah, you should look it up. So the bottom is like a silicone. It's like this soft, you know, whatever. The top of the bottle is just like your regular top bottle. But the smaller size bottle that's like three or four ounces, it's curved. Okay. And then when you have the top in there, it's also curved. It's like a little football. So if this thing like like tips over it kind of just rolls and i and i get it that the, there's a little lip on the top that's i guess supposed to stop the bottle from rolling or it's kind of like a you know wait i don't understand why is the bottle rolling if it if it falls dude you'd be surprised how many things are falling when i'm holding a baby and trying like just, this things are just falling all the time i don't understand like, you have one baby and one bottle uh-huh. and two hands how are you dropping all these things? You would be surprised. You got to like move the baby, you know, so he's at, you know, at a perfect angle so you could feed the baby. And then the bottle, you know, starts. Ah, it's hard to explain. I, I'm guessing that there's something else going on. Like somebody's trying to take a picture of something at the same time. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, did you Google Komotomo bottles? This episode is not sponsored by Komotomo bottles. It is not. Nope. No, I, I'm not going to Google it. 
Oh, come on. Just take a look at it. It's too I like sexy. using my, my imagination. I have right now uh, a banana no. with a rubber nipple at the end. It's a, like more like a like a stretched out mango? I thought you said it was curved. Yes. But it's not curved like one way, Tony. It's like Well, you didn't indicate which way it curves. I said I said like a football. I specifically said like a football. So it's like a an oval shaped bottle? Yes. Okay. Like that, an egg. That's different than saying curved. Curved implies like a banana. <laughs> okay. Do they have b- banana shaped bottles? Is I've seen bottles at an angle so that like oh, the air doesn't go my. into the God. I'm going to send you a picture of this. This is too funny. The banana shaped water bottle. It's pretty silly. If it's a dick pic, I don't want to see it. It's not, dude. Why would I? <sighs> Anyways. Okay. Back to the podcast and Chewy, etc. Do you have any questions? I have lots. I always okay, have questions. Let's, 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 let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go to this next section of the episode. I'm starting to realize... We go and have an intro, we catch up, we talk about Chewy, and then you rail me with these questions. <laughs> so, go. Gear. Gear. Uh, yes, gear, gear, gear. Um, so, first piece of gear was like I talked about at the beach, and I'll find it, and I will put it in the description. Um, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button. And, um, uh, no. <laughs> I didn't think so. I was like, what are you talking about? No YouTube. But, yeah. But it's... <laughs> I guess if you hit the follow button, I guess, or yeah, subscribe. Yeah, you yeah. subscribe to the podcast. Right. Find um, a button and press it. That's all we can yes. uh find a button that will notify you when we're back. Um and yeah, like I said, it's like a long sleeve, uh almost like a pajama that's made to go you know, to the beach or outdoors, like the pool, whatever, so it can get wet. It's easily dryable. Um so that was the first piece of gear, which was awesome. Um Highly recommend. We will be using that again, um, especially when it gets older by bigger sizes. Um, sleep sacks. That that has been the way to go. Uh, so we've the, we've abandoned the swaddling. Uh, we have abandoned the the towel blanket style of swaddling. He breaks. He's too big now. He just breaks out of those way too easily. He's too <laughs> strong. Um, but the sleep sack is you, pretty cool. You can't keep me down. I know. No, you can't. Like you can't. Not anymore. Not with those. He breaks out of them, but the sleep sack's cool. It's like you put him in, right? So then you zip up his um, like pajama thing, whatever. So his legs are free to move, but they're inside the sleep sack. Okay, yeah. like a the bag. arms, the arms are like are like sleeveless t-shirt kind of looking. You know what I mean? His arms can just be out and about, and then you can either put his arm down and close him in like a swaddle, yep. or you can put his arms out and just close it around his like. Uh, you know, his like uh, his chest and his midsection. And so his arms can be out depending on how he wants to sleep. So um, what, we've noticed, what is his preferred position? Uh, we've noticed that midday, you know, things like that, like when he s- falls asleep easier, um, we've been able to do it with his arms out, you know, for like naps throughout the day. Um, but still right now at night, we're doing the, the swaddling, which has worked uh, really, really well um, because it keeps him a little warmer. But we are now a little more vigilant because we're getting to the point now where he starts to roll. You know what I mean? Does the sack like help rolling or something? No, but if he does roll, you know, face first, he doesn't have his arms to sort of prop him up and things like that. Um, 
So, so we're, we're so you don't pin his arms down when it's like nighttime. That's what you're saying. No, no, we do, but he hasn't like he hasn't started really rolling yet, so it's okay. You stop swaddling when they start to roll, and you notice the rolling, you know, during tummy time, or if you're playing with him, or like you have him on his back, you know, mm. that's because that's when he's really active. So if you can do it, then um, and things like that. Uh, but it is pretty funny if he's in the sleep slack and he's sort of swaddled, he will sort of remain in that position. You know what I mean? At night. So it's almost like uh, with my dogs, if mm-hmm. I pin them on their back when we're playing, they kind of go limp mm-hmm. and they're like, I know you've got me and I want to mm-hmm. move, but I'm not going to do it until you let go. Yeah. The second you let go, they like jump up. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Yeah. If he's on his back at night, like he's swaddled, he's chill, right? Um, but if we ever put him to nap in just like a pajama or outfit, right? No swaddle, no nothing. Uh, we've noticed it's that when we put him like to sleep in the crib, like when we come in the room later, like he's like somewhere else. Like he's rotated. He's like he's starting to move. Uh, today specifically, he started to wake up, and so when he starts waking up, he really starts to move around, right? And his leg got caught in between one of the um, the rails in the in the the crib. And so he was crying. How is that possible? Because he's like kicking. You know what I mean? He's rolling. He's like he's rotating and kicking. I know, but I thought like cribs are made such that that doesn't happen. No, there's still a gap there. He can fit his feet in there a little bit. So would that be the case if he were older? If he was older? Yeah, like say he was uh, uh, eight months. I don't know. Maybe just a little bit. But I, I think it wouldn't. I don't think it would happen as easily, maybe. You know what I mean? They're more aware. And right now, like his legs are still skinny enough that, you know, it can just kind of go in there. Uh, it seems like a safety hazard. No, it kind of, I don't know, maybe, but it, all cribs are like that. Some cribs are even bigger or smaller. I don't know. I don't they have cribs that are solid, so there is no place for a baby to get trapped? I don't think so. I don't think cribs are made like that. I don't think you want that in case they roll over to that side, they can breathe. You know what I mean? They're not squished. That's actually, that's actually a good point. I don't know. I don't like you're talking like a like a crate. Like you're shipping a baby. Like yeah, but obviously designed like mm-hmm. yeah, for you know, a baby on the inside. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Instead of bars like a prison, you setting them <laughs> up for incarceration <laughs> in the future. Yeah. What is it like from like Back to the Future, where he goes back in time and he sees the, his uncle, and uh, and behind him he goes get used to those because his uncle ends up being like a criminal later. <laughs> goes to jail or something like that. Yes. Um, all right. Next question. So yeah, those are gears. Uh, oh, the Nanit. You remember the Nanit? The the. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me guess from stupid yeah. names. Uh, the Nanit. Was this the stupid camera that hangs off the ceiling yes. and is positionable? Yes. Ah, yeah. get it. <laughs> You're getting good at this. Yeah. So the Nanit. Uh, when we got the Nanit as a gift, we also got a little travel base. Right. So you literally just pop the Nanit off the wall like we had, like just the camera, like the mount still on the wall and everything. We put it in a little case. We get to the beach and there's a little base that you just plug into the wall and then you just plug your Nanit camera onto that. You know what this sounds like? Mm. A GoPro. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of is like a GoPro. So why not just get a GoPro? Because the Nanit, um, one, it's not a GoPro. It's cheaper. Uh, two battery I, life. There's no battery life because it's connected all the time. Um, I'm pretty sure you can li- direct plug in a GoPro. 
Maybe, but like this has like motion sensing. So like if he moves or makes sounds and you can adjust this, the sensitivity level of movements or sounds, you know what I mean? This um, episode is sponsored by Nanit. It is not sponsored by Nanit at all. I'm really? telling you, because you it sounds that, like you're going to get in trouble. We're going to get in trouble. You are trying Actually, to gonna, sell this Nanit okay. pretty hard right now. Claiming sponsored sponsorship. Um, when not. <sighs> okay, I'll look at this later. Yep. I'm pretty sure we get in trouble. We keep saying things like this. But anyways. I spell man it different. That's not. Okay. Anyways, so that worked out really, really well. We like that a lot. Um, so we already love the Nanit. And obviously, do you have stock in this company? I not yet. Um, and now it's how many nanits do you have? Just one. Why don't you have more? Because I only need one. But you could have one at different angles. You could see like different positions. Like streaming, like stream my baby. <laughs> yeah. the, the the Chewy Show, like the yeah. Truman Show. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so that was cool. So, uh, uh, what else did we do with gear? The the baby clothes for the beach. Um, oh, didn't talk about this. Let me tell you about packing for the beach, dude. Wow. So, Oregon. I'm, I'm guessing you overpacked. Oh yeah, definitely over. We used everything we packed for. We packed with, but uh, man, did we bring a lot. We brought. Dakota, we brought a whole box of diapers, um, which actually was a good thing. Um, we brought the actual Mamaru bassinet instead of just the pack and play. The whole point of the pack and play is that you can collapse it and take it so you can pack and then go play, you know? So okay, for our, for our listeners, you can start the, the drink, take a shot or take a swig of your alcoholic beverage for every stupid mm. baby name mm. object that comes up. So, so far we've got the Dakotot. The mm-hmm. Mamaru and the Nanit, Nanite, Nanit, and Nanit. the Pack and Play. Pack, well, Pack and Play is not that dumb, but the other three. So that's three shots, people. Take them. Yeah. Keep going. And uh, we took all that. Um, I learned to pack very lightly for this trip. I packed everything I needed for a week in a backpack, a little 25 liter backpack, which it coincidentally is the same backpack I'm using for Chewy's. Um, Everyday carry. Yeah, go bag. Everyday carry. EDC. Yeah. EDC. Um, what else did we bring? Uh, little toys for Chewy. A lot of clothing like the swaddles. Um, yeah, it uh, it was quite a bit. Um, oh, and I bet you brought a ton of camera gear, right? Oh, I did. I brought all my camera gear, actually. That that was my biggest bag. Um, and a big, and a huge tripod. Um, I got some great photos. It was a really, really good trip, photography-wise. Um, what else? Yeah, I even got into a little bit of video, which was pretty cool. I've never really done that. Uh, ran out of storage space on my laptop when I was out, actually. Um, that was a bummer. You don't because, have cloud storage? Well, uh, I I didn't like look into it for video. I When I came back, I bought an external hard drive, and I think I, I ended up saving 200 gigs worth of uh worth of two two hundred yeah two hundred gigs worth of space um that's a lot it is a lot um for just photos and videos um what else gear wise man it was just so we had uh my wife's suitcase and she put her suitcase with, a with suitcase? suitcase yeah like a little carry-on suitcase 
like you take when you go on a trip? A little Man, this, this sounds like okay. What do you take when you go to not, the beach? Not to disparage your vacation. Oh my goodness. But I hate traveling with unnecessary junk, right? Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. like uh, I, I'm trying to think. I took like a ten day vacation to the beach. Mm-hmm. It was more like a quarantine thing, basically. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I think I had a. Did they empty out the beach when you got there? Like, hey guys, cranky guy coming through. No, dude, it was better. This was like in April. Nobody was at the fucking beach. Perfect time <laughs> for all the grumpy people out there. Go to the beach in April. Nobody's there. <laughs> It, yeah, you you will see happy people. Those are actually grumpy people because there's nobody else to make them unhappy. <laughs> but uh, I took a backpack, like a, uh-huh. a you know, I I feel like I packed three or four pairs of shorts that I just mm-hmm. rewore every other day or something, and then just mm-hmm. a change of underwear and uh, like a t-shirt every single day. Yeah, so that's kind of that's what I packed for me. I packed uh, like three or four shorts that you know because we did laundry there. Yeah. Um, underwear, uh, you know, for every day they were there and some shirts and flip flops and shoes. That's it. Like every, like I said, everything and like, like hygiene stuff, like the toothbrush and stuff like that. All of that fit in this little backpack. Um, and my wife and I kind of got into a little, uh, careful, uh, I know, careful. I know. So I, I wanted to go minimalist, you know, I wanted to bring as little as possible. I wanted a tent with the stick. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, her argument was because we uh, um, one uh, grandparents let us borrow uh, one of their cars, which is a bigger car. And she was like, well, since we have this bigger car that we can use, why not bring a bunch of stuff and then we can figure out what we do use and what we don't use so we can start cutting off for the next trips. Right. But then uh, I thought about this. I'm like, in my mind, if the more you bring you know, you'll go out of your way to use those things because you brought them. Um, and also, Baby Chewy's changing and growing all the time. What we bring this time may not apply next trip. Uh-huh. Right? Um, uh, at the end of the day, she won. We took, you know, a <laughs> bunch of stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, so there's both sides of this. Uh, ended up working out because we were able to sort of replicate what we have at home at the beach you know what i mean but so baby chew is just why would you want to do that for baby chewy's sake like for him to be you know routine wise like he slept in the same bassinet I, I would just like to point out that i feel like you're projecting i don't think uh, baby chewy cares i don't know he might i'm pretty surprised. sure he doesn't uh-huh. i'm pretty sure he's like uh da da you forgot Daka <laughs> tot <laughs> He's yeah. like, I just want to sleep someplace comfortable. I don't care. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. The point is, we brought that stuff, so we used it. Yeah, um, of course. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what my packing list, when I, what I wanted to be my packing list. Um, my clothes, his clothes, Docatot, pack and play. And obviously his go bag with his... With his I wanted to be able to pack everything he needed in my little, little Mazda 3. Let me put it that way. I feel like that's possible. It is shocking um, to generalize here. Mm-hmm. While I have traveled with my wife, I am always astonished at the number of bags <laughs> and our suitcases that she brings. <laughs> and, uh-huh. I, you know, I, I'm stupid for always asking the same question. I acknowledge this. <laughs> like, are you, going you to, this? are you going to use all of that? And the answer yeah. is like, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. 
And so you can't ask that question, dude. Like that's you know what? Let's fuck that. I refuse. I will continue to ask the question. Uh, I don't care. You. you can't. No, I will. Watch. That's how you me. get in trouble. That's how you get nope. in trouble. Don't care. Don't care. I oh, I feel I it really important. Hope she's not listening. She might not be listening. <laughs> I feel it important to put her on blast. Uh-huh. Right. Like say seriously. Come on. You don't need all of that stuff. Yeah. Well. Um, I'm not going to even say anything or pick a side here. That wise, wise man. Yep. Um, I know that my perfect wife uh, decided (laughs) to bring a bunch of things and she proved me wrong. Um, Uh, I hope that in the future I am able to show her my point of view and she may respect that point of view and we may travel that way. But until then, the way she packed, which was perfect, by the way, babe, I love you. Um, you know, it was very good. Yeah. Oh, so, Fika, bless your soul. Dude. Yeah. Well, bless his little heart. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a little, if I could pat you on the head, I would right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Although I will say this, driving-wise, the trip was significantly more comfortable than my little Mazda 3. You know, it was a, a Toyota Highlander, so it's a big car. Yeah, I guess ultimately I, whatever, you bring it over there you want but if it blocks me from looking at the rearview mirror i'm now annoyed really that's like your i should be able to look at the rearview mirror like we don't need to pack suitcases that high mm-hmm. to obstruct safety so mm-hmm. that somebody might have a specific <laughs> color dress for a certain occasion that may happen yeah oh so that's so that's that was pretty cool what we did was uh off the bat we agreed we weren't going to out to eat right um, no restaurants, no, no eating out. You know, if we got, if we ate out, it was delivery, right? Or takeout. Okay. Or yeah. Um, and so we, you know, with that in mind, like I didn't have to pack jeans or a polo, you know, things like that. Like, okay, let's be honest. When's the last time you put like real adult clothes on? Um, I'm talking like khaki pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like not I just did not this. shoes with your toes hanging out. Uh-huh. Maybe a college shirt and a belt. I feel like I did this a couple months ago, maybe. It like was definitely once, pretty chewy. Once pretty a couple chewy. months ago? Yeah, let, let me put it this way. I've worn my jeans since the pandemic started less than 20 times. Got it. Uh, and I bet they're a little snug. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> there are a lot of clothes that don't fit. I will say that. <laughs> but my jeans is not one of them. Jeans, jeans will mold with you. They, know they stretch. <laughs> they know. You know what I mean? Your jeans, not any jeans. Your jeans that you have worn and like this, you know, wrecked art, they know you're going through something and they want to be part of this journey with oh, you. So that's they will mold so they're accommodating. You. Yeah, they are. But uh, yes, there are a lot of clothes that don't Have fit. you noticed that? Like with jeans, you wear mm-hmm. them and like you get them out of the dryer and you put them on mm-hmm. and like... Yeah, I, I, you have a little dance routine that you do with the jeans after you because I do. I have like a little like I put the jeans on, I squat, I stretch my leg out one way, the other way. I pretend I'm like going out for like a a hike on like steps that are like twenty inches high. Everyone, you know, yeah. <laughs> like just, and then uh, and then they and then they and then they feel right at home. Yeah, because you know? you're stretching it back out. Yeah. But I know what you mean. I've I've since started uh, when I wash jeans, I hang them now. I don't put them in a dryer anymore. Oh, do they not shrink? Yeah, they they do a little better. But they're yeah. they're stiffer that way, aren't they? No, no, no. The whole the goal is so with with hang drying, right? Uh, I was just talking to someone. I think I was talking to my mom about this. Um, how 
it's it's crazy. There's a window. Like if you do it too early, it's too you know wet. If you do it too late, it gets stiff. So there's like people got really annoyed. I guess it was really annoying to hang dry all the time because you had to find that right window and balance when to take them out and fold it. But with jeans, like I, I I wash my clothes, I put it in the dryer, right, and I hang the jeans. The next day, I go get my jeans. They're they're good enough, and I fold them and put them away. But at least that was the case two years ago. <laughs> I should really been washing jeans. So uh, I find that you kind of just deal with uh, getting them back into that comfy state, and then mm-hmm. you you just wear that same pair of jeans for like seven or eight days. Yes, right, and then they're perfect. Mm-hmm. And there are people that wear different jeans every day. Well, no, um, it, it's do you wash them after a single use? I used to do that. I do that no more. Mm-hmm. Are, yeah, jeans now are like flannels, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like you put on a flannel, you take it off. The next day, you look at it, you give it a quick sniff. Nah, don't even. Not even the next day. That's like the seventh day you do that. Yeah, unless you've done something super grody, like work out outside with it or something. Yeah, or you went hiking out. and they're like muddy or yeah. Or or for dog owners out there, if your dogs constantly sniff your jeans, then it's time to wash them. Is it? Is that the? Because that means that like there's food or you like <laughs> like Five Guys grease. Yeah, wiped your hands off of a, a bag of hot, tasty, greasy French fries on your jeans mm-hmm. and your dogs are like all up on it. That's yeah. when you know it's time to to wash those jeans. Sounds about right. Yep. All right. Well, uh, I think we have uh, we've reached the end of this podcast. We're a little, little over 50 minutes in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you for sticking with us after a little hiatus vacation. We are still here. Um, I didn't go on vacation. I would just like to point that out. I was yeah. I was here working. Mm. Yep. Biko and Chewy were on vacation. Yes, and the reason we went on vacation, and we'll talk about this uh, next episode, is because I have finally started my uh, paternity leave. Oh, and so I this started was it off the paternity leave. Yep, we did it right after my paternity leave started. Um, we left the day after, actually. So uh, yeah, that and that was the uh, overlap when my wife was ending her maternity leave. Um, yeah, and so we'll talk about that next episode, and that's it. That's awesome. I look forward to talking about um, whose paternity slash maternity leave was longer. Oh, God. Yep. <laughs> and how That'll fair that talk. was. Yeah, not fair. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but uh, it is what it is. What am I going to do? Not take advantage of it? I mean, do you love your wife? I do very much. Okay. Fair is fair. Mm-hmm. All right. See ya.